Yeah, I think there's a lot of value to having a much broader historical context, even just beyond sort of what's considered traditional, like, you know, conspiracy stuff, you know, JFK and, and 9-11 these days are kind of, you know, thought of as the two big ones. I think having a much broader historical context. And of course, I think having a, you know, you have a pretty good economics. I know you've, you've cited Michael Hudson, for instance, extensively in your book. So I think having that kind of economic background as well, I think is is really important because ultimately, as you say, there are sort of uh, inbuilt economic imperatives that uh, cause, uh, you know, certainly in the capitalist era, uh, cause these uh, uh, ruling classes to behave in very similar ways, not because they share a, a common ideology, but just there are sort of baked in uh, economic imperatives that force them to take certain political and geopolitical actions. Uh, and you see that uh, even in a very, obviously very pre-capitalist era, you see similar phenomena in in uh, the Chinese empires of, of, you know, of which there were many that all pretty much all engaged in some form of, of territorial expansion and expanding the number of peasants for whom, from whom they could extract some, some labor effectively. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, you know, the, the, uh, you, you know, you talk about this woke imperialism that they're sort of, uh, uh, looking around trying to find, uh, some kind of justification or, or gloss over, over their uh, pretty naked power and, and uh, influence and, and money grabbing and, and theft of labor. Uh, but I wonder if at this point, uh, to a certain degree, there, there is not even so much of a need for a myth because of the phenomena we've talked about where you can just sort of ignore uh, uh, facts which are inconvenient uh, and this idea of, of fake news, which is applied by Democrats to Republicans, it's sort of an epithet that Democrats will say, oh, Republicans believe there's fake news. But of course, you could say the same phenomenon applies to, to uh, sort, of, sort of Democrats, certainly Democratic Party apparatchiks. So I wonder if you, what, what you think about that uh, phenomenon of, of sort of the, uh, I mean, people have called it sort of the post-truth era, again, in reference to you know, Trump voters and QAnon believers and th- that sort of thing. But I wonder what, what you think about the the uh, sort of, because I think it's a pretty society-wide phenomena at this point, where the control of media uh, by, by bourgeois institutions, such as the Times, of course, but also the degree to which directly the CIA has control over American media, uh, what, that, what that means for uh, disseminating ideas like the fact that uh, they pushed in 9-11. <laughs> Right. I mean, that's the conundrum of our time is that the it's you you have these the, this corporate media, which is pretty bad and it's pretty easy to recognize. OK, Fox and Hannity and Tucker, they're pretty outright like fascists like they don't right. you know, Rupert Murdoch, I think, has some connections to intelligence in in the past. So it's not that hard to think like, OK, these guys are pretty much. Uh, adjuncts to the U.S. Empire. Tucker right? Tucker tried to get into the CIA and says he couldn't. Says he failed to get into the CIA. I wonder to what extent that is that is still true to, to uh, you know the present day. Yeah, there's a few guys that have said that. Uh, I can uh, Marcos Melitzis from Daily Kos yeah. said that. I think that Anderson Cooper had he was some intern, yeah. yeah, he was an intern. And somebody else, Lewis Latham, has a weird story, and his family is a big oil family. Yeah. He has kind of a dumb story about the CIA, which is like, um, you know, is not really plausible. But the way Doug uh, Doug Valentine, you know, who I think mm-hmm. has done a lot of like yeoman's work on mm-hmm. on some of these issues, he's not like an academic. You know, he's kind of like an autodidact, so mm-hmm. it's he might have some other idiosyncratic takes on things that, you know, you want to evaluate on a case by case basis. But a long time ago, he said like, they don't really have to worry about like the Fox news 
types, you know, the right wing, the CIA doesn't because they've already, you know, they've got them. They're already going to be talking about how great capitalism and wars are and, mm-hmm. and so on. It's mm-hmm. really the your liberal guys that are the more sinister ones, the compatible, you know, the compatible left and so mm-hmm. on. And so that's where I, I tend to think like, yeah, you know, Tucker and Fox and all that, they're terrible. They, they I don't know that you, they're, they're right wingers. You don't necessarily need to have much of a, of leverage over them. I, I feel like the more shady ones are the compatible left because they're, they're pretending to be not imperialists, pretending to be caring more about like social issues and the down social justice and so on. But they end up like, especially when it counts, you know, weighing in on the side of empire. So people like Tim Weiner, Michael Isakoff, uh, Phil Shannon, David Korn is a pretty obvious guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Like those kind of like liberal guys are to me, you know, and outlets like the nation and even like democracy now yeah. these days, like they seem to be more like, like everything on Fox you think is going to be pretty terrible because it's Fox. But these, these liberal outlets, like, you know, mother Jones seems to be in this more and more this way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of these outlets are really bad. And uh, so this is, this idea of fake news has been around for a long time. It was a, technique of the cia to especially to use international media like they were there were laws about what they could do in the u.s which they probably violated anyway but like one technique they would use is have foreign assets report something and then you could have it reported in the u.s press and like be the cia whatever thought that was safe not that when they've broken the laws it ever matters anyway but like it seems like that was the easier workaround for them um and so fake news has always been a huge thing and uh, we, there's like a, a, a whole backstory to pretty much every serious event, especially in U.S. foreign policy, that I think nev- doesn't really come out unless you're really uh, into the deep the deep politics of the U.S. empire, which not that many people have been for the most part. That was just an excerpt from the American Exception podcast. To hear the whole episode, as well as archived and new episodes, please subscribe to the American Exception podcast at Patreon. There's a link in the show notes, or you can just go to patreon.com slash American Exception. Subscribe and you can join us as we illuminate the dark side of the U.S. empire. 